Welcome to the Healthy Beast. In this episode, I'm talking to Dan Vinny. He's a mixed martial arts champion. He's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He trains Hollywood stars, soldiers, police officers. So he's a proper top-level fighter, top-level martial artist. But he's also a little bit of a wild man. Sorry in advance because I get the giggles a few minutes in because he's telling me some of his crazy fighting stories from the early days. But I think you're really going to like it. Dan Vinny. Dan Vinny, welcome. So you may be a mixed martial arts champion, but you're also my jiu-jitsu instructor. So where you been, man? Yeah, I've, uh, I've been around. Like, the last time, it'd be like, what, I was in Vietnam, and I was there, I made the move there, and that was a mistake. Uh, so then I come back, and then I, mo- I made the move to the UAE. Why was Vietnam a mistake? It's a different lifestyle, and, you know, the things that were supposed to be there and supposed to be solid weren't, you know, accommodation and tra- transport and all that sort of stuff. And it's kind of, as much as I love the country and, and the people and whatever, because of the economy and whatnot, you're making money that's good for Vietnam. If you want to leave anywhere else outside of, you know, Southeast Asia, you're broke. You know, so I'm rich for Vietnam, broke for everywhere else. So I, you know, it was like, I couldn't afford to fly back. And I'm like, I was working. So I'm like, I can't really make this work. And if I work in London or if I work in the UAE, I've got money for everywhere. And how long were you there? I was there like four months. So you're months. teaching and fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had a couple of fights over there. I had a couple of jiu-jitsu competitions over there. But yeah, just mostly coaching. So to coaching MMA? Or yeah, like do- like everything. You know, if you teach, if you coach an MMA gym, you might be doing jiu-jitsu, you might be doing Thai boxing, you do boxing. So yeah, I was kind of doing everything, but I was mostly running the MMA program over there. Well, I've not been. What's What's... All I know about Vietnam is stories about people going there and doing things like shooting a cow with a... That, I think that kind of happens. Um, going over and doing weird stuff. That <laughs> yeah, like, like uh, there is like an Asia crazy thing. Like, there's, I'm not, again, uh, it's it's small enough, like, a uh, community that everyone knows going to know what I'm talking about okay. when I say it, but, yeah. There's a couple guys I know there that, in somewhere else, anywhere else in the world, the most stand-up, you know, straight-edge, down-the-line sort of guys, they go to Vietnam and everything falls apart. You know, they start drinking a little bit more. They start doing a little bit of drug here and there. You start riding the things, you know, a little crazy. You start cheating on your wife. And I'm like, bro, this wasn't you in London. But, um, yeah, Asia crazy, man. I don't know. So the people you're teaching, are they all these kinds of people? No, like, uh, the, there's obviously a big expat community. Anyone with money over there is, you know, is probably an expat, probably teaching English or something. But, um yeah it's, it's you know it's locals it's, it's expats but um, MMA there's super grassroots you know what I mean it's not big technically MMA competition is still illegal in, in really? Vietnam like I've been uh, I've been asked to possibly fight in March in, in Vietnam so that would be like the first legal somewhat legal MMA show there but um, yeah so it's pretty it's pretty beginner it's like it's like anything in the UK you know 15 years ago mm. and when Jiu Jitsu started turning up 20, 20 25 then it's like that you know, I mean, it's the first, route, you know, first group of guys going. So, um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty beginner type of stuff. But but you've kept your ties with the country, so you. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a lot of friends over there, even though they might not be my friends anymore now that I told called them Asia crazy. But um, yeah, no, I've got I've got friends over there. So they, I'm gonna they go. could all, each one of them could think you weren't actually talking exactly. About no, I definitely weren't talking about you. Doesn't mean me. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the others. You're fine. Yeah, no. But, um, yeah, so I've still got ties there. But, like I said, the UAE is, is treating me well now. What's the scene like back there? Because other than I went to, to Dubai, like, 20 years ago. Um, other than that, I've, I don't know the... 
well, all you really have to look at is you know the ADCC, Abu Dhabi Combat Club, um, founded. So, for people who don't know jiu-jitsu, so the massive jiu-jitsu organizations and competitions they have over there. Yeah, so like the biggest, the biggest nogi competition in the world is is, is based out of out of uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, like maybe the second biggest gi competition, the UAE BJJF, is is based out of the UAE, and it's it's a cultural thing, you know. It's in schools, it's in the military. You, you know, it's, it's mandatory. You have to you have really? to train. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's the job I've got now. Coach the military, coach the presidential guard. So it's a legit. You know, it's not in a gym. It's not begging for PTs. It's you know, it's a legit. You get holiday pay. You get insurance. You bring your family. Like it's a legit. You know, business. Or in infrastructure, rather. So yeah, that's that's what's happening now. So wow. So when did you start doing that? Um, I went like a month ago. Um, so, so was it something? How did you find out about it? Did you? Uh, someone I met in Vietnam, and they were like, "Oh, you should come to Abu Dhabi." And uh, like I said, things were a little bit iffy there. So I thought, "Okay, I'll go do a week." So I did a week, and everything was going how I needed to do. So I was like, "Okay, I'll go back." And I met some people there, and they introduced me. And how did it? Um, how did it get so big over there, jiu-jitsu? What was that? Uh, it's like anything. Like over there, it's with the royal family or, or whatever. It's it's more of a single. If you have an interest, if you're a sheikh, if you're the prince, you know, crown prince of an emirate, if you're interested in something, the country can be interested in something. You know what I mean? It's not like here where if I was dangerously close to doing an impression then. You know, I do jujitsu. You all do jujitsu. It's kind of right? yeah, you know, the kind of Russian. Actually, <laughs> yeah, but, just, just, but um, no, so it's, it's like that. The I believe maybe one of the crown princes liked jujitsu, uh, and he was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I want it in schools. I want it in the military. And that's kind of it. You know, I could be really messing up the story. Because the um, first time, obviously, I mean, jujitsu, as you're saying, it's pretty new here. Mm. You know, there was no jiu-jitsu when I was little and I remember it kind of arriving, all the, all the videos and stuff, all the Gracie videos. But I, the first I knew that it was massive over here is when I started training again. You know, people were talking about Abu Dhabi and like it was the, the biggest thing. Mm. But I don't know when it kind of all kicked off, but so they were, they were all mad for over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, it's part of the, not I don't want to say part of the culture, that's not necessarily true, but uh, yeah, it's big. And, and the company I'm working with, you know, they just fly over thousands of thousands of Brazilians you know all legit high level black belts and so I kind of stuck my way in so to speak I guess they can they've got the money to bring in who they exactly, want exactly exactly and and it's a weird again I don't want to shoot myself in the foot but it's a weird concept in the sense of some of these guys don't really speak English too well and they don't really speak Arabic too well but because they're they are what they are and, and it's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu they decide okay we want Brazilians teaching Brazilian Jiu Jitsu so they can do that. I was there on the day and none of it was in English. You know, I would kind of like had to, my minimal, ah, to the band, more pointe, and all this. I was like, okay, I think this is important. Uh, but yeah, they can they can bring who they want in and, and they've got some decent guys there, you know, world champion sort of level. Like the criteria is pretty high. So is everything, is the, the language you're supposed to all communicate in English, so everyone? Mm-hmm. But, uh, or Arabic, you know, but Portuguese, yeah, again. So you're, you're a month in, how's it, how's it go? Yeah, not so good. Like I, I, a couple swear words, yeah. hello, goodbye. Yeah, not so good. But do you like the life there? It's it's you know it's it's what I wanted. I made a I made a statement a year ago about not wanting to do another winter in England, and everybody knows you know the weather's it's too cold, all my joints hurt. You know, oh, I don't mind, man. Well, you're tougher than me. You're oh, in better shape than me, bro. Yeah, man. 
yeah, my, my, my joints were all messed up and my fingers hurt. I mean, well, we can we can um, compare injuries. Yeah. Compare injuries <laughs> at some point. We'll be like the what's the skit the uh, Yorkshireman or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you I, think that's bad? That's yeah, a, yeah. Exactly. I used to grow up. I, I wake up in the five in the morning, work <laughs> yeah. in the mine, took mine. Yeah, I know what you mean about the winter, but I don't know. I think I just find find reasons to like it it's, it's part of the character when, when it starts getting cold and lights start drawing in everyone's going ooh nearly Christmas mm. and you're not like that no, no like I need I, again I took a picture two days before I left uh, of me in shorts under a palm tree in the middle of winter and I'm like yeah I, I, I can deal with this I think, I think maybe what it's like here has given us this character that we're supposed to suffer a little bit yeah Stiff upper lip. Yeah. And so you see someone doing that. Oh, you can't possibly like that all all year round. You can have a nice time for a bit, and then it's back to slight suffering. Yeah. I think that's part of my character, and I think I think I've always got that at the back of my mind. You know? I, I think you're right, even in the sense of how we as as English people or, or whatever you want to refer to as, as hold ourselves across the world. You know, if if someone talks bad about England from somewhere else, if it's like, well, their food isn't so good and their weather isn't so good, I will defend it to the death. Mm. You know, it's no, it's the best country in the world. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. We're okay. But the second I go away, I'm like, yeah, this is this is nice. I can deal with this. So I, I don't know, man. But yeah, right now everything's everything's going well over there. But you grew up here, right? Yeah, born and bred here. Even though everyone keeps asking, where are you from originally? Why? Why do they ask that? I have the beard. Is you know, it? I got I've got a big nose. Like I don't know, man. I found I sound a bit funny. Apparently, everyone asks me where I'm from originally. Do they? Yeah, man. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get Eastern European, get Middle Eastern. Uh, I've had New Zealand. I mean, you don't look as pasty white as me, but like I've just come back from. Yeah, yeah. Really <laughs> my biggest my biggest problem over there was tanning hours. Prime tanning hours are between eleven and one. That was my biggest concern, bro. Why? What? I don't understand. No, I, I had to go get my tanning hours. Oh, so. you? But is it not like a bit too hot? Nah, bro, I'm good. I'm good. But it's winter as well, so it's a okay. nice. It's it's our summer as opposed to fifty degrees and. You know. Okay, so yeah, so the winter gets. I mean, it's still hot though, right? Yeah, still, still cool. Yeah, but so you grew up around here. And when did you um? When did you start fighting? When did you start martial arts? Well, this is this is a, a weird story. Like I told, I told this a lot. So I was from five. I wanted to pro wrestle. You know, and I wanted to be a pro wrestler. Oh, so okay. So when you, how old are you now? Uh, Thirty-one. So when you were five, what 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 were the pro wrestlers? Uh, the Undertaker, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, uh, you know all those guys. Yeah, you, you but you missed the really good ones when I was a kid. Big Daddy. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, but I that did. was I had to especially <laughs> look that, that up. You could just be fat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but so you only a pro wrestler. So I wanted to do that, and then you get to and I was ten years. You know, I would set up. I would set up my little little shows in my back garden, and I had all these dreams, and then. In the UK, it's not really a thing. You know, you can't really... Now, it's it's definitely more open, but then it was kind of... If you're not American and you're not massive, it's not really going to work. So then I got to 15, and, and also, people don't want to hear about you wrestle in your in your garden, in your underwear. So this wasn't just like thinking, I want to do that one day, you were quite... Oh, you, there, there was everything. You really, really meant it. 100%. How far did that well, go? Did was, you get the... Get an had, outfit. Yeah, I had an outfit. I had I had my names. I had my really? gimmicks. I would cut promos in front of the mirror and oh, like this mate. was everything. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not well, and that's no, why I stopped chasing the wrong <laughs> that's, um, It's interesting. Yeah. but um, no, but like again, it wasn't cool. So because it wasn't cool, and no girls are interested in guys that you know roll around in their underwear with our guys. Uh, I was like, okay, I need to. I need something else. I need another outlet for that physicality and and, and all that sort of stuff. 
so I, I bought a magazine like a martial arts weekly or whatever it was called and combat it, yeah that, I think it was that one and in the back page there was a, an advert that said like fighters wanted and I was like I'll, I'll do that I'll call him up so I, I called him up and I was like uh, yeah I've had I've had a ton of fights already uh, I'm how old are you oh, I'm 18 uh, you know okay cool you can fight this guy I was like okay cool so um, what kind of was it? No, what kind of fight? Yeah, MMA fight. It's MMA, it's yeah. MMA. I watched. I bought uh, UFC five on VHS, and I was like, "All right, that's good enough. I get, I get what it is. I know what you got to do." Um, unfortunately, no one tapped in UFC five, so we'll talk about that later on. But like, so I had, I had, uh, I had a fight, and um, the guy beat me up horribly. Like, you know, because they signed me up, and I, I, I got elbowed in the eye. He took me down, broke my arm, and I was kind of like, "Oh, I didn't." But like sorry, to port, sorry to interrupt the story, right? <laughs> yeah, I but, kind of dropped a bit. But yeah, but so you, you're fighting this guy, and you've just told them you've got this experience, and that you're 18 and you're mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. or nine or whatever well, crazy. Well, and um, but what are you thinking in your head? What moves have you got I'm, ready? I'm, I'm good. I've, again, I've just, seen I've just, seen the video. I've had a couple of fights, you know, in in, in 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 the garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I thought that was close enough. And. Uh, and yeah, that was that was kind of it. So and you're there, properly proper setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tape pans. Yeah, there, and you've got nothing. You've got I, nothing in the locker. No, got, no, no. I had to borrow. No. I had to borrow gloves. Uh, I was wearing my karate gi trousers. Um, and yeah, and this guy looked all serious and had like like he was like punching the wall, warming up, and, and he was a man. He was like thirty two. And I was like, he was just skinny little kid. Yeah, yeah. Barely fighting at all, rather than resting in the garden. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, nah, this will this will be good. I, and I was too stupid to realize I should be nervous. And I was like. Yeah, that's, I'm just gonna kill him. This like. is gonna be brilliant. I'm gonna <laughs> and, and and yeah. So this grown man, who presumably actually had had fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He threw you to the ground with some technique you didn't understand, and yeah. then broke your arm with another technique you didn't it, understand. Exactly, exactly. And and the thing that was the thing that was really messed up about it, he him and his team offered to help me after. They were like, okay, you you know you seem tough and stupid, um, and you can come you can come and train the gym. And I so I didn't understand the concept of training, or that you were supposed to have a team, or that you were supposed to do anything. I, so I saw that as like a weakness. I was like, Nah, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you again one day. And I'm like, I don't want to train with you. And it would just go. I would go back and I would watch more VHS videos. And and I was like, Yeah, this will, I'll get him. I'll get him somehow. I I, I wrote his name down. And you see, this is the sort of thing that other people do in their head. Exactly, man. I, other people do this sort of thing. Kids do this sort of thing in their head all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just but no you, one told me no, bro. No one stopped me from doing this. And uh, you would think you would think they should have, like, because I remember I brought my mum, I brought my brother, I brought my sister, and my mum. <laughs> But they must know, and you've just tried to learn stuff from the telly. I, I don't know. I, well, it but was all told them that you've been like. Yeah, well, it was it was set. Like my mum, like you know, God bless her. She did, you know, she did the best job she could with us, and but she had it hard, and and it was separate. Like as long as we weren't, you know, as long as we weren't in jail or dead or or, or, or doing anything crazy, it, go, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. oh, you want to do the fighting? Okay, cool, do the fighting. And um, so yeah, we were allowed. I was allowed to to pursue it you know and mm. and I remember after after I broke my arm and we were at the hospital and she was she was like you're gonna have to maybe take a week off school uh, yeah this maybe don't do this anymore and that was the extent I was like yeah but but vengeance I need I need vengeance on this guy uh, so yeah and that was that was kind of it had you been getting in bother fights on the street at this point no not really like like I was always uh, I was always big 
Like I was the same height I am now when I was, I don't know, 11 or well, something. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, I never had trouble per se because I was, you know, I was physically able to, to, to fight if I needed to. But I was always, I was like the king of the misfits, as it were. All my friends were a little bit off, you know, so they would get a little bit bullied, but I wouldn't. But it'd be, it'd be a weird setup. So no, I never really had that many fights, but apart from the ones I would try and set up in the garden or mm. in the front room or, or whatever it was. So you so had your MMA debut mm. with no, no fighting experience mm-hmm. in the locker. And um, so for the next fight, did you just more, more videos or um, at what point did you decide to well, actually start training? Yeah, there was a gap. There was a gap after that. I didn't have a, I didn't have a fight again till uh, I was 19, something okay. like that. And so I found, I found a gym, started training. You know, they, they treated me pretty well. And, and yeah, but again, I, I made without sounding too you know uh, I made a mistake here and I made a mistake there I didn't take on board what normal people would have taken on board it wouldn't have been like these guys should have looked after me I should have let them look after me instead I thought I knew better and I was like okay instead of waiting for them to get me a fight I'm going to get a fight by myself and um, yeah so I continued to do that and I had reasonable success you know I had a I had a few amateur fights or you know fights just and shows and then um that was okay, and then I turned pro, and you know that was that was kind of it. But it, going back, I would definitely not do it that way, you know, cause for obvious reasons. It's, yeah, it's a just keep, keep it in your head, like all the other, like all the other kids. Yeah, exactly, did. it's brilliant, though. Exactly. So but, they probably saw something. Obviously, if you're prepared to do that in seriousness, if you're prepared to do that at 15, that obviously says they would have seen the, you know, potential to. Mm. And and it was good, but again, it was like not looking at excuses or whatever. I you have to accept, you know, your your decisions and whatnot. But the gym itself was was super far. You know, I was traveling two and a half hours, you know, on a bus uh, to get there, and I'd get home at twelve, and and it was it was hard to make those you know commitments, you know. So for you, did you start doing everything at the same time? Did yeah, you pretty much. Like striking? you can't really count wrestling. You know, like your professional pro garden. Yeah, yeah, you wrestling. can't really count. I'd, that. I'd put it in there, because uh, you know, that sounds like your first true martial arts. Well, I, is the, exactly, exactly. Is the leotard. Yeah, you know, and it was, it was, it. it I feel it was a good base. Like, and if I really want to sell the whole wrestling is 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 legit. You know, look at the guys that have crossed over. You know, Brock. Um, yeah, see, I never, I never got into it really, but yeah, mm. I I didn't realize the depth because because for us it was. Even at the time, even as a kid, you saw, you knew Big Daddy was ridiculous because mm. you could tell it was just a big fat bloke, mm. and it was in this time, it was this really weird setup. And then when I realised how big the American one was, because you know I was aware of it all the time. Mm. Well, it's, it's based in it's based in reality, so to speak. You know, I mean, again, I really don't want to be. Are you still scared. like a? Are you <sighs> no, still? Because like, I've found that as a mate of mine, I found that as a it's a proper fan that I didn't know no like I don't I haven't really watched it since since I was and 15 and his wife as well they're both just a friend of mine I oh, don't okay. know they're really, they're really into it I was like what well, it's know. that's a bit weird yeah. in my opinion like, <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's a soap it's a soap opera it's, it's yeah. escapism and you know I went to I went to a WWE show when it was here at Wembley and it was full of kids but it was also full of you know grown men and Getting far too into it and carrying signs. Sounds like the Katy Perry concert I went to. Yeah, not kids and a few just men on their own. But maybe that's for a different reason. Yeah, Katy Perry. Kid. I don't know yeah. which is worse. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, a little, little what? But yeah, I can't judge. I can't judge. You know, I I try and make a profession teaching people to roll around in pajamas and 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 whatnot. So if someone likes to do that on the weekend, sure. You, you said you made a comment like that 
at a um, at, at a jiu-jitsu tournament we were at because I think certain people oh. who, who shall remain nameless they do a little bit of jiu-jitsu and they think they're a gangster mm-hmm. obviously everybody yeah, every every niche every you know hobby is going to attract you know a, a variety of people and you know when you when you do add some sort of physical you know competition involved like I get it and people you know emotions can flare and, and whatnot. but you've got to look at things as someone who wouldn't be interested in it is you know what I mean like it's it's nothing this might be like a nihilistic approach to certain things but nothing really matters you know what I mean as, as much as you want to get as much as you're passionate about something or as much as this is important to you in, in the grand scale things you know you're dust in the wind if you felt like you got scammed out of your pajama wrestling medal are you going to fight somebody about it are you going to are you going to kick off are you going to do this and that like I, I don't see the I don't see the need but then again crazy people succeed right like the the people that we know about and hear about and remember are insane and that's why they pursued it where normal people might give up on it you know but um yeah do, do you find peace through martial arts that's a, that's not a tangent I'm asking you because of what you mm-hmm. um, what you were saying there Do you, you're saying about nothing matters I, I, and I know the discussion you can have about that but in terms of what you find to f- important in your life do you find some sort of peace and stability through I understand that I need a certain amount of uh, uh, not appreciation um, like well done you know you're good like you did well you know and and jiu-jitsu and, and MMA is, is, is what does that for me you know what I mean I don't have don't have that many other talents you know this is something that i i enjoy and, and people people you know appreciate it you know what i mean the people I, I coach or the people you know even people watch the fight and they come up and be like oh well done i need that and whether i could get that acceptance from something else then okay maybe i'd consider it but yeah i i so this helps me you know what I mean? it helps me validate myself which might not be the best healthiest approach to things but yeah. I, th- I think I think accepting that it's a thing and being open with yourself about it is a is better than pretending it's not a thing. Oh, Do you course. know what I mean? Because I think you're saying it's not the healthiest thing. I think everyone has it to a degree. They have to. Because um, why would if, you? If you didn't, if you didn't care about pleasing other people to some degree, you, what sort of human being would you be? You would not be able to interact with people. You have to care to some degree. Exactly. It's whether you're. At some desperate stage, you know, and, and, and needing, and also, and whether you're needing something you can get as well. Mm-hmm. Of um, I mean, I find with having children, since having children, there's a lot of stability through that mm-hmm. because you kind of think, well, they they don't, they don't really think about it. They kind of want you, need you just because you're there, and you think, well, you do that then, and you do that, and there's your kind of basis for everything, and everything else is kind of about doing what you can to make sure you're healthy they're healthy mm-hmm. and as you say yeah ultimately we've, we're here for a while and nothing we achieve is going to be so great that it does make you live forever because that's kind of what I think what people do when they create stuff True. but I think really as, as a person you, you, you acknowledge that for whatever reason you need these things like you need other sustenance and you mm-hmm. kind of try and have a healthy relationship with it I suppose mm-hmm. but yeah but, but I find martial arts there's a lot of peace comes with that yeah from from like a, a mental standpoint or a physical standpoint well 
maybe both I think I think there's there's different there's different things to it. I think one you get simply exhausting your body mm-hmm. in in a healthy way is super calming you know imagine how you feel at home I, I can imagine that if I've had to sit at my desk all day and then I have to go to bed I've, having not read any physical exercise I just feel terrible whereas if you've trained hard you feel great sure. I mean it's not going to make all your if you've got some terrible mental problems it's not going to make them, that, them go away but it's a massive start it's a sort of sure. bedrock but also so, but you can get that from any physical activity I mm. think I think specifically martial arts I think the peace thing I was driving at is it's not about trying to be the toughest person it's about kind of thinking well you you're happy with what you've done with yourself you know you're happy that you've kind of you've trained a bit you've taken care of yourself and if if there are any kind of confrontations with anyone whether those are intellectual physical you know it doesn't matter whether you win or lose you you're comfortable with what you've done you're comfortable mm. with your offering you you're comfortable that you've um you, I guess not let yourself down you know you've done I was talking with Alfie about this, about um, whether people should or shouldn't do martial arts, because I think people see it as a, a, th- a thing that, for most of our lives, a minority, you're talking about places where everyone does it, but for most of our lives, it's been a thing that a minority of people have done, you know, you have to choose to go and do it. But look at it the other way, it's really weird that you would not learn to fight for me. Mm-hmm. Because every, every animal fights. True. And you know, we, you know, kids will fight amongst themselves, but to, as an adult, just to decide, I'm not going to bother. It's weird that a person would not learn better to do something that they can naturally do and just decide that it's something that they're never going to get mm-hmm. involved with. Because, of course, it's not always your choice, is it, necessarily? I mean, and the other thing, I think, is that people that do martial arts, they don't want to get in fights mm-hmm. outside of that world because they understand the consequences and they've been hurt and they've hurt people. Because mm-hmm. hurting people is not nice either, and being hurt is not nice. It's a it's a thing that you that you see much more respectfully, I think, when mm-hmm. you've witnessed, you know, the small amount I have in martial arts compared to you. But you know, someone who's maybe should talk a little bit about how your career's gone because you've you know you've done some great things. For me, aside from mixed martial arts, I mean, getting to jujitsu black belt. For people that don't know, there are black belts and there are black belts, and mm-hmm. I've seen some fairly terrible black belts in other martial arts I'm sure everyone has but you don't really I'm sure there are some again but you don't really see them in BJJ Brazilian mm-hmm. Jiu Jitsu so it's a that's a massive achievement and obviously to go on and do the all the MMA stuff you've done and the championship you've recently won is a big deal you know so. mm. um, I think going back to what we were talking about before uh, in regards to why you wouldn't do it like I feel like it is a natural thing. Obviously, society now changes, you know, slightly. We, we don't need, supposedly, you don't need any, you know, training or, or violence, you know, uh, proficiency, as it were. But um, if you get two kids and you don't have any toys and you don't have any entertainment and you put them in a room, you can count on, until they're going to start wrestling. You know, they'll start wrestling around and it's, it's something innate. And, you know, we're not that separated from, you know, societies when it were a lot more violent. There are still Genghis Khan... DNA, you know, running around, and those are the people you need to be able to deal with or or be able to you know, engage with if you have to. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a strange thing as to why that kind of isn't proposed to something that it should be important or should to, you should have some sort of idea of it because it is somewhat natural. You know, animals animals kind of fight around with each other in a, in a play sense, and so do people. But you know, I, I don't know. But society, I guess, gears us towards you know whatever being less 
I think I think people have maybe understood the message a bit better now that it's not it's not about encouraging violence. Mm. You know, only people that don't do it think that. Really, mm. it's not about encouraging violence. It's about an outlet for something that's natural mm. and art. You know, I mean, th- what I didn't realise before starting jujitsu is how how complex it is. I mean, yeah, you like, like it's, it's like you said with the you know achieving a black belt and and, and whatnot. Like, it's any if you want to make the intricacies of anything you know we could be talking about you know just was in this room uh painting and decorating you know somewhat mundane by people who aren't super interested in painting and decorating but when you go and you see someone good versus someone who's not so good the attention the detail the you know the intricacies of doing this right doing that wrong you know you can find that art and that 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 love in in everything you know and and jiu-jitsu is something that you can you get multiple benefits from you know physically mentally but um, yeah, you know, it, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll see how it goes socially and and with acceptance. And you see, it's growing. You know, you see the gym. The gym's always full. So you know. Yeah, it wasn't. It, you would never have seen something like that when I was growing up. The gym like that we have in Richmond, uh, Roger Gracie Academy in Richmond, where it's such a part of the community, and like you've got people of all ages there doing all different martial arts, um, all different kinds of people. You know, professional fighters, professional people of all kinds, people of all kinds of jobs, um, and yeah, a real part of the community. When I was growing up, you'd go and find a karate club or a kung fu mm-hmm. club, and it was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, you can again, you can get that with everything, right? Like there's little cliques or people that don't want to share everything with everybody, mm. and you know, this I'm going to use this as my, you know, this is what gives me validation. You know, being better than you. You know, being I'm the boss here. I, I'm able to do this as opposed to you're able to do that. And but this this thing of this thing of sort of getting each other and trying to you know confecting rows about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, social media, rubbish TV, all these things. That 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 kind of thin-skinned looking for reasons to be offended with each other for me is like the polar opposite of the mentality you need to have. To be to be a good martial artist, because what you need to do is you need to you need to find calm. You need to find mm-hmm. you know your own space and kind of not be not be constantly kind of chippy about what other people might be thinking and what and finding things to be angry about. It's the complete antithesis of what you should be thinking if you're trying to be a good mm-hmm. person of any kind. But I think you know you can find it, I guess, to other things. But I think you find it a lot through martial arts it's true because it's like, ringing the bullshit out of everything do you know what I mean but it's, it's because of the consequences you know if you happen to be that guy that is you know super thin skinned or looking to be offended or looking to have some sort of you know oh, what was me confrontation you will be you know I hate to use these words but punished for it in one sort or another either people won't want to train with you or people will train overly hard with you and those are the ramifications as opposed to if you're on social media and you're looking to, you know, badmouth people or, or you, what do you get back? You know, you'll get, you'll get a little comment back or someone will call you a dick or something, but you're able to do that and there's no real physical ramifications. So I think that's where, you know, you see what really works in a real life situation, how you're really supposed to be as a person. Because people like, people like using the expression real world, don't they? And they use it mm-hmm. for all kinds of bullshit things, but... I think I think a good, you know, a good use for it is is fighting, mm-hmm. as you say, because it's 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 obvious. You don't have to kind of 
you don't have to kind of ask how things went generally you know how you know, you know how things have gone mm. how long do you think you'll fight for do you know? um, I'm definitely in, in the twilight of my career as it were um, so tell us about the organisation you're fighting for now and what uh, you because for people that because I think the casual the casual fans don't kind of realise the depth of the depth of this sport maybe mm-hmm. you know, but um, obviously yeah because again there, there are people to still refer to it as UFC you know I mean? do you get that a lot yeah still? of course you know yeah. oh you fight UFC well no uh, but this and oh, so it's not and it's a question of whether it's worth having a longer conversation with yeah, them exactly. or just saying yes and carrying on or. I had uh, I had a guy the other day that, that spoke to me about it and he was like well I'm really interested like you tell me and I was like okay cool and he goes uh, so I was talking he goes oh so you uh, you know what, are you any good I was like well we, we could find out like we could we could do it now if you want so no 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 but like you know what have you done you fought in the UFC I was like well no like you know I fought on Bellator which is you know the second biggest show in the world possibly it's like yeah but it's not UFC I was like oh yeah. why we need we need to stop talking now but th- there's a there's a certain that's the same sort of element of people that they see someone losing a fight mm-hmm. you know it could be like the biggest fight in the world they see someone losing a fight and go he's shit I'd be that guy I would, <laughs> why wouldn't you just stand up like what yeah he got um, he, he got knocked out by someone else who's really good I could yeah. but I think that but that goes that that's that thing of loads of blokes the ones you've never trained or maybe once did some karate they talk about is that it's the fantasies in the head isn't it mm-hmm. it's the you know, choosing but, to live live your life like that but it, it's strange because that's what I never got like you can if you have those like you can get it if you have those aspirations you can go do it now I'm, I'm not trying to be like a Tony Robbins you know positivity guy but it's pretty simple hmm. you know what I mean you don't even have to train if yeah, exactly to now you'll learn that maybe that isn't the best way to do it but like you can chase these things and, and I, I, I so many strange I don't know why this sport is, is attracts these sort of people but you know it's Maybe the physical element more so that you know people get their feelings hurt, but um, you know I know guys that, that dream of it and they dream it for years and they're like I want to do this and for an example I know a guy that never trained a day in his life but he paid for a month away you know in a in a gym in Thailand and and he went and they stuck him on a bag he was like well I want to spar I want to fight I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the UFC and did it so they sparred he got kicked in the face his eye blew up and he went home and never again and and that was it and I was just like maybe I'm off I'm running on a tangent again but you can do these things if you want to put the work in like people it's not uh, a world away you know everyone's still within grasp especially this sport like this is one of the sports you can still train with the idols like the greatest of all time let's say whoever you think that is Roger Gracie Marcelo Garcia he was in the other day he was in the other day chatting with us he was you can still train with the best guys you know and it's, it's if you have those aspirations go do it I never got the guys that would lie, especially about fighting. You know, I remember when when I was a kid and we'd go to clubs or whatever, and guys would lie about fighting, and I would know because they would tell me, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm just amateur, but you know, I got paid ten grand for my last fight, and uh, you know, and I, I I've got an undefeated record, 100 no, but I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn pro soon, and, and and all this stuff." And I was like, "Why are you lying about this?" Because again, this again the nihilistic type thing, but it's it's nothing you know it's everything and nothing it's everything to you it's everything to me but you know you on the grand scheme of things you don't have healthcare you don't get paid a lot of money you you know you, you have a ugh, unappreciated job for the majority of the time why would you lie about that lie about being an astronaut like, like I, and you probably get more girls lying about being an astronaut like I don't get it but um, 
yeah so I don't know AF that's my little motivational little section like yeah go do it if that's what you want to do I've been I've been talk, trying to talk so everyone I, everyone I get talking to about it I try to get to Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. not, I mean not MMA because yeah, you know, I think sure. people I'm talking to at my age they, go, they all say I think I'm probably too old so you know no for sure and, but I think I think MMA has a shelf life not only one physically but two you will find one aspect of MMA that you'll like more and then you'll do that 100% like if you're if you're less on time you don't have the, as much flexibility as, as professional athletes do rather than going to a boxing session in the morning and then a wrestling session in the afternoon and a jitsu session in the evening and then doing some strength conditioning you'll go okay out of all those four things I liked boxing the most so I'm just going to do boxing now you know there's very few people that I know that started doing MMA and still do MMA you know as a hobby you know unless you're doing this as a, as a profession so there's definitely a shelf life in it and but you know so you're talking about your shelf life but you, you haven't decided you haven't given an age it, or it, it's 31 t- now yeah it's a, it's a tough thing like again I remember when I was 15 mm. I was like yeah 25 by the time I'm 25 100 I, no yeah 100 no UFC heavyweight champ like I'll, I'll quit then you know, I'll be old by 25 and then it was I got to 25 I was like Okay, still a child. Twenty-eight, twenty-eight. Let's go twenty-eight, and then it's like okay, thirty. And um, so now it's it's a fight by fight basis, and I understand that I I want to do coaching. I want to be involved in this for the rest of my life, Mm. and I understand that coaching will be the way I can do that because I'm not going to make Conor McGregor money. Um, So I need to set up a legacy for coaching, and you know the best way of doing that, in my opinion, other than producing high-level athletes and, and, you know, champs uh, is by proving you can do it as well, you know, because people will look at it. I know it's not the best, and obviously those who can't coach... Yeah, but for my mind, you'll be... You're already a very good coach. I appreciate that. And you will be whether you, you know, whatever happens in your next... Of course, and I I, I appreciate that, and and that should be the goal for every coach. Like, you should, regardless if you compete or not, you Mm. should be able to put your best effort into into your guys, into your students. But how are you going to get that through the door? You know what I mean? Like, realistically, guys come to a big academy because, oh, world champ, Roger Gracie. Oh, world champ, Marcelo Garcia. He could be a terrible coach, but you wouldn't know until you train with him. And the only reason you train with him is because you can see he's successful. Yeah, I understand. So, you know, I've still, got, I've still got opportunities. I've still got time. You know what I mean? I get, uh, I've been made some offers recently, so we will, you know, see those through. And if everything's successful, I'll continue, you know, until until the wheels fall off so to speak well you said you mentioned other injuries before and you've mentioned head trauma before do you mm. well um, you don't, the, have, don't have to talk about it, it bums you out but <laughs> <laughs> I know you've mentioned it to me before so well no like the obviously I had a, I had a scare so I had a brain scan for for a fight and uh, they found something on it and this was you know again we're not we're not rich you know by any stretch of the imagination but uh, so you know brain scans cost money and if I if I pay for one and they want to see another one just to test this one that's another few hundred pounds but you know long story short I did that and it ended up being nothing but for that for those that month or that couple weeks I was sitting there like what's what's happening you know is this is this bad is this serious should I stop should I not Um, it's it's a risk and it's a risk we all take but so is that just from an, a particular incident? No, like it, uh, suppose it's just a, not an abnormality, but it's just a distinct, uh, slight difference. You know, your brain might look like this, my brain might look like that, and because it's slightly different, they looked at it like, oh, this could be, 
this could be an aneurysm and um, yeah but I got I got another check and everything's fine but yeah there's there's risks but there's risks of everything you know like I hate to know this but how many people do you know with Parkinson's how many of those people were professional fighters how many of those people uh, had significant head trauma you know, we're all, they're all, there's, there's a shelf life on everybody and, and unless you're late, you're making specific efforts to be healthy for the future and whatnot, you're going to run into instances and if that stops you from living your life, then you've already been beaten by it, you've already, you know, you need to make allowances. But yeah, the brain trauma is an issue now because it's the whole CTE thing and, and the movie from with Will Smith in it and, and all that sort of stuff, so it's a big talking point now. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I don't want to say I'm indifferent. I'm not sure. Like, because even even when I had the issue, I thought, well, I could still fight on little shows. I could still I could still possibly risk it on shows that aren't going to test. Think, you see, do you think you've still got? Is a, do you think there's a still a bit of that eye of that 15 year old? Oh, for sure. Like, you know, I'm, I'm still yeah, I'm still stupid. Because again, like, what else would I do? You know what? And obviously now I have. But I, you're all bright, right? You know you're clever as well. Uh, well, th- this is the thing. I and this is not like a kind of. Oh well, let me. I'm not saying that. To, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm mm. just. You know. Sorry. Yeah. No. no yeah. But no, I did. I did like a law degree uh, recently, yeah. and and after. Well, I didn't know that, but I was just. Yeah, I was basing it. I have to throw that in. Yeah, yeah. I did have it on my Instagram for a little while, like law student. But um, no, but I did. I did that, and I kept thinking, okay, the best case I can do. Get, get a degree work a, a good job in law or whatever and I was like but the worst thing I could do for my life is get a degree and work a law job like I don't want to work a regular but job you, so you have you have a law degree mm-hmm. So, you, but you mentioned that in the same way that I might mention like a swimming certificate do you know what I mean it's like a mm. I mean it's not a do you know what I mean yeah I get it I get it but uh, I mean it's a lot of work right and a lot of difficult work I think I think I got I got into the I know how to pass tests as it were I know how to pass more so than I we could have a discussion now and I couldn't I couldn't tell you anything important I couldn't tell you I could <laughs> what does that mean though? well I don't know if we'd started discussing laws and how oh, laws okay, were made yeah. and, well I, I studied a bit of law and you don't want to be remembering most of that well, stuff do you know, I can tell you about <laughs> this time where a snail was found in a bottle and, and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly the cases yeah I spent I spent 30 grand to, to know about that like what but um yeah so it's just but I suppose if you you know I guess it's if you're I guess it's if you're choosing to look at it through that how much do things matter but I mean I guess you can't say you can't do you can't say you can't do other things if you've studied something you're capable of you could do that but you don't want to that's Mm. a different thing if you want to be a crazy wild man fighter that's it's true it's true maybe that's just what you are but it doesn't mean you but the only reason I interrupted you because you say what else am I good at I mean you could be you bright enough to get a law degree and I knew you're bright just from talking to you so you could do what you want but maybe you just want to be a fighter hmm. basically I don't know now I'm going into the, like it's well well we I need to pull out before we get too deep yeah a little bit maybe because like, well, I, don't get along. I don't know I don't you know I don't have any experience outside of this for the last 10 years I haven't done all I know is fighting yeah you know what I mean so what, what am I going to do and even even now like majority of people listening is probably you know work a, a regular nine to five as it were I don't understand the, the the politics of that anymore like so for example I remember I was talking to someone and they had a, a problem with someone in the office and I don't know they took their sandwich or, or this guy always does this and I'm like okay but I don't want to say you can fight him but it's it's like 
it's a different it's a different issue and I, I don't understand how that's an issue I haven't had a, a, a weird difference of opinion or, or with somebody in a long time because we're all on the same page you know and, and if I don't like you I can mention it in, a, in, a, in an environment that runs that and, and people sit on, on this resentment that, 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 that people being bickery in offices thing I've, I've witnessed enough of it to know that it's a weird way to live right and and, these, and it affects them they take it home you know yeah but and it's I think I think it's that it's the same thing as people annoying with each other on the tube you know there's just mm. it's that mm, the humans around me are annoying me they're, they're in my space they've touched my milk and I think yeah. that that attitude we know the, the last couple of days everyone's been talking about Piers Morgan right mm-hmm. and he is the, the physical embodiment of someone who's cross about everything I'm I'm doing this with my hand. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> crunching up my fingers. It isn't coming up, but you, you understand what I mean. Mm. I'm expressing this kind of like niggly, gnarly rage that so many people have, and I think in offices there's a there's a low level of that, and I think people and when you're forced together on a tube, there's a low level because they, people don't want their personal space invaded. But the best thing about doing jujitsu is when you've had. The the horrendous invasions of personal space. You can be, you can be, you can be in an uncomfortable public situation, thinking, hmm. "Well, well, this is this is true." Like, I, you know, it, it, rage about something. I, I get, we all do. I guess. Yeah. I think, and it maybe comes from entitlement. It maybe comes from the fact that we are a social media society mm. now, and it's like, well, I, what I, say, what I think is important, and what I say is important, and what I want is important, and you need to look at my pictures of my lunch, and you need to do this mm. uh, when. It wasn't that long ago when no one gave off fuck what you wanted. Like, you know, you would go and work in the mine, you know, because you had to. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully you didn't die and you would go home and you'd have, you know, you'd have fun with your family or whatever it was. And that was the extent of it. But now we're so looking for, you know, what well, I'm important and this is this is important to me. It doesn't really matter. You're not important. Like No, but we're, we're, at, a, we're at a weird point, aren't we, that I think... Uh, at some point I think people are realising that this is just all too much mm-hmm. and you need to reclaim some space for yourself you need to yeah and you true. need you need to do some do something which like, whether it's yoga or martial arts or or some some pursuit something that or, you know or, or, or a, you know work that you're properly you know dedicated to to bring yourself back to a place where you're not you're not fretting about bullshit that true that we you know we talk about things not being important these things really aren't important you know mm. ephemera out there batted around some of it not not even by people mm. and yeah, you know I, getting bots making you cross you know for I mean, sure. it's, it's crazy for sure but it, it, you know it's, it's gratitude i guess you know you should and that's a healthy that's a healthy emotion to have you know you need to be because I'm not going to lie it's not like we can all follow our dreams and have a great job and do this and that but you need to be appreciative of what you have and whether that's just your health you know which which you know you should be putting work into or whether that's just whether that's your job whether that's your your ability to you know whatever see, feel, touch you know read you should appreciate that and be gratitude to that because that's where your happiness is going to come from you got yeah you've got to be yeah the fact that you're alive healthy can eat today you you're winning today you know you're succeeding sure. you're alive and you, I think you do have to be grateful for it but I think to, the reason I called this healthy beast because some people gave me some stick for it it's not me that I'm beast <laughs> it, what I meant was I think that um, 
we need to remember that we're animals and give ourselves the things you would give an animal. You know, you give it the right food, mm-hmm. shelter, the, the right amount of love. All these things are necessary for any animal, but for some reason, we don't think that applies to us. It's true. So you'll happily. People think it's normal to have you do something where you sit there all day, you have people be mean to you, you eat shit, yellow food, and you go home and have someone else be mean to you. But they think that's okay. That's true, and and it's not on on every one of those levels yet. People talk about basic needs being shelter and yeah, shelter and some food, but there's more than that, isn't there? There's basic needs of. If if you did what you just described to a dog you would be arrested. Yeah. You know, if I forced a dog into an uncomfortable position eight hours a day and then gave it, you know, some what's its or something, I would be done. I would be taken away. But but hu- people we're we're okay with doing that. You know, we're in a situation to where that's what you gotta do. And now it's a case of rather than fixing that and, and doing what you, you know, could make things better, you, you we're gonna moan about it. Mm. You know, and, and look for some other stuff to be angry about. Where it doesn't really do anything. The dog one's perfect, and the dog one's the one I used to as an excuse to get myself to jujitsu to my wife. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, well, yeah, you wouldn't, nice. you wouldn't know, you know, and then I'm off. But it's, but it's true. I think you, you, you need to see it's fundamental. We've got to do it. You know, mm-hmm. as you say, if you where does this, where does this idea that if it's not good for a dog, it's okay for a human being come from? We just, it's, it's that thing of like heaping suffering on ourselves yeah. that we don't need. True, because there's, there's stuff you're going to suffer with anyway. You can't avoided but if you're choosing it by mm. what you do every day if you're choosing to undernourish yourself in any of those fundamental ways you, you're already in a place where there's you're suffering without you know whatever bad extra things life can chuck at you it's true and and you know we can make this an argument as as english people you know it's a case of well other other cultures have lesser work days other cultures have a a, a nap in the afternoon you know siesta and whatnot but we're uh we, you know, we do this, and we get on the tube, and we get angry about it, and we get on social media, we get angry about it, and yeah, I don't know, but uh, this is why things like this exist, you know, people listen to advice, and and you know, hopefully change things for the better. Well, it's great to have you back in the UK. How long are you here for? Uh, here for like two weeks. Decent teaching, weeks. right here. Yeah, hundred percent. roll. Yeah, hundred percent. Let me know. We'll go down to Richmond Fitness Club. We'll do it, man. You know, oh man. Thanks for doing it, Dan. Uh, thank you, Cheers, bro. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Amen. Thanks again to my friend Dan Vinny. You can see more of his crazy antics on Instagram at the snowman underscore MMA. The snowman underscore MMA. Healthy Beast is on Instagram at Healthy Beast Podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye.